Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to this year. We have the big O himself, Butch Oslett, with us today. We're talking about his uh, his family legacy and the community work that he's done, and we'll cover a lot of other things. You know, I had we share a common friend, Rick Carter. Uh, Rick Carter is uh, someone who, if you were to ask uh, Rick who is his best friend in life, he would say Butch Ocelot. I know you would probably say the same thing of him, but he says of you that the, you do so much work behind the scenes that people never learn about. Um, countless stories that some will never know about. Um, Rick means a lot to you, doesn't he, Butch? Rick is closer to me than my own blood brothers. I mean, Rick and I have been unemployed together. We've been broke together. And we've stuck together through good times and bad times. But most importantly, he's been a great inspiration to me. I can never thank Rick enough for what he's done in motivating me and being my friend in every way. Uh, I'm godfather to one of his sons, which is an honor. I feel like I'm an uncle to all of his kids. But most importantly, what he's meant to me is I can't put a price on it. Uh, there is a song that he and I listen to quite often called It Ain't No Stopping Us Now. And uh, we have been together through the good times and the bad. Thank you, Rick Carter. And I hope you listen to this because I love you very much. Yeah, Butch, I can tell you, and you know this, but he feels exactly the same way um, as you do about, about you. Um, so look, I want to tell you a story real quick. I w- when I was president of the uh, publisher of the Sun Herald, you, you won't you won't even remember this. Um, I stopped by to see you. We had an appointment. I, I don't even remember the subject matter. I think it had something to do with the community. And I stopped by to visit with you. And uh, you you were in a meeting prior to the scheduled meeting that you and I had, and that meeting was running over. And while I was waiting, one of your one of your guys came up to me and says. Um, you know, Butch is, Butch is having these meetings all the time. And I really wasn't sure at the time what he meant, but he said he's, he just does this all the time. And uh, so eventually um, your meeting ended and you, you came out and invited me in and you introduced me to an African-American preacher that you were, you were sitting down having a conversation with and something to do with the community. And I, I don't know what all, but I just remember looking at the relationship you had with him and thinking, man, th- I mean, this is a this is a very special this is a very special man talking about you and and the preacher for that matter. Uh, do you remember remember that time? There've been so many of those times, Ricky. I don't know. Uh, I I just believe very strongly we have an obligation to help other people, and that belief came from my mom and dad. Well, you you said of your dad that he was the most giving person that you that you have ever met. That he taught your ten, uh, the ten children, the value of community service, and your mother. As I mentioned a minute ago, she she was super committed to the community, to the church, to education, to LSU. I mean, they really they really kind of set the stage for the kind of community service that you wanted to do. And you said, you said of yourself that you have been blessed, and that if you could if you could do things for other people, you were doing the right thing. You really believe that in your heart of hearts, don't you? 
I believe it with all my heart. I mean, you know, the people that are blessed in life are supposed to bless other people. And I believe that with all my heart. But the real reason that I get involved with other people and try to help them is because what would happen if I was in trouble? Would someone else try to help me? I would hope so. But more importantly, God expects us to do that. And whether I can say it or not, it doesn't matter. I'm a firm believer that the answer is Jesus. And uh, he's been good to me. He's taken care of me. So I have an obligation to help other people. Uh, Mom and dad uh, have been involved in so many great things. And talking about my mother for a minute, none of us in the family knew that every Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, Mama would disappear at noontime. And she was going to nursing homes and playing the piano. And she would always be buying supplies for the people in the nursing homes. We never knew that about my mother until quite right before she died. And so my mother carried on doing great things in the community, just like dad. Dad would do so many great things. I remember that uh, at his wake, people were coming up and uh, one, one gentleman was an African-American choir director in Jennings, Louisiana. And he says, you just don't know about your daddy. And I said, what do you mean? He said, during segregation times, your daddy uh, heard that we were trying to bring the choir to Washington, D.C. And it was an African-American choir. And uh, he said, you know what your daddy did? I said, no. He says, your daddy said he would pay to send the whole choir. I said, what do you mean? He says, he said he would pay for it. He says when it was time to go, he wanted to know how long we were going to stay. We said just for a day or two. He says, no, those kids need to be up there for a week. He paid for everything. No one knew about it. I didn't know about it to to the wake of my father. Uh, I think one of the most important things was when things were bad with segregation, we played basketball with one of the guys that his son worked with us, an African-American boy. The African-American boy was killed in a car wreck. You know who the ball players were? Me and my brothers. We were the only whites in the church, but we were there. What's good for everybody is what's good for us. We want to be fair and good to everybody, whether it's African-American, Chinese, or American whites. It doesn't matter what it is. We want to be good to everybody, and we try to. So our giving is to everyone. What what a what a great what a great legacy your parents left. What a great pe- legacy you're leaving with your own actions. So much of what you do, no one will ever know about. You do sort of behind the scenes. Hey, you mentioned your mother playing the piano. Your father and your mother really shared a love of music, didn't they? Oh, they did. Dad was a accordion player and very involved. I think he was an LSU band. Uh, mom was a piano player. Uh, mom, mom's brother was how she got introduced to dad. Her brother was in engineering at LSU. Mama went to Baylor University in Texas, and uh, she met dad through her brother. And uh, so uh, I know when dad was introduced, as there was a, a crowd of 500 people at a black t- tuxedo dinner at uh, LSU when dad was nominated was uh, made the Outstanding Alumnus of the Year worldwide. 
And in his speech to all the people in the crowd, he didn't talk about himself. He talked about mama. He wanted to know how much he loved his mom. My wife, my mother, my mother was so important to him. He talked only about her. He talked about how he wanted a big family. He talked about how she took care of the family and he did the, the work to support the family. And most importantly, some of those things we need to get back to. We need to get back more to family. During these tough times when we all cooped up together, we need to be encouraging our families, not only talking at dinner tables, but talking to, during conversation during the day. And uh, mom and dad were good about all of that. So when I evaluate your community service, Butch, I see it I see it play out on so many different levels. First of all, it's at the, on the church, the scholarships that you provided, you know, contributions to the priest's retirement home, youth programs, uh, education, so much that you've done in that realm. And then there's the the stuff that happens. We mentioned that, that happens sort of behind the scenes. These singular um, things that you do to help people. Um, and again, we probably never know all those things. There are the things that are involved the community as it relates to bringing attention to something. For example, you're very committed and have been in the past to things like the Red Cross, the American Heart Association. You believe strongly that people should help organizations like that that are really focused on solving things like cardiovascular disease because of your own experience there. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I'm going to talk about something else. It might surprise you, Ricky. Yeah. But anyway, it's important to me. I believe very strongly in second and third chances. Uh, A lot of people don't know it, but I've been very involved with uh, prison ministry. I've been to South Mississippi prison quite often. I've had people that I've hired from the prison to work for me at the dealership. We need to give people chances. We need to give people a second and third chance. It's not about giving up on people. So I've built a house. I will say this. I built a house that I'm very proud of at Home of Grace, a house for addictions. It houses eight men in in uh, Loosedale, well, not Loosedale, Van Cleve. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I'm a firm believer in helping people with addictions. I also have given a lot of my money to schools. Uh, I believe in helping schools, Southern Mississippi, Gulf Coast. I've got five professorships there. Uh, St. Vincent de Paul School, I've got stuff going there. St. James School. Uh the, f- the future of the Mississippi Gulf Coast is not Butch Ostelet. The future of the Mississippi Gulf Coast is those kids that are at St. James, St. Vincent de Paul, Gulf Coast, uh, USM Gulf Coast. That's the future. It's not me. And quite frankly, Rick, as much as I love you, it ain't you either. It's, <laughs> it's, it's these kids. Yes. So we've got to all, do all we can to encourage the kids. And that's why I think it's also important we have more conversation with the kids let's do this but when we come back we'll finish the conversation about about the community work and we'll come back and talk a little bit about the regardless commercial and stuff like that so when we come back we'll continue our conversation with butch ostalet a super talk mississippi media production